Riley, I got a story if you're listening. Mm-hmm. I had lunch with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Boom. Our old band, we did the Winter Jam, and they were catering. Like when we went in, I think it was in Knoxville. We went into the arena. I went and got my food, sat down, looked to the left of me. I was like, I'll, I'll be dang. <laughs> That's Stephen Curtis Chapman. SC squared himself. So I didn't dang. know if he preferred Steve or Stephen. You're right. So I went with the Steve move. Okay. And it seemed to work. All right. Because I went, oh, I said, hey, Steve. He probably gets both. Yeah. yeah I said, hey, sure. Steve. He goes, hey, how's it going? I said, I'm Jeremy. We're, we're opening tonight. He goes, oh, congrats, man. This, this is really, that's a really cool thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this barbecue's killer, right? He's like, yeah. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so I like played it cool, but yeah. I ran out of gas. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, it's like I, I only had a, I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. You know, sure. If I had a little bit of lead up, I might have been. Yeah. But I I started cool. Mm-hmm. And he was in. Right. But then I'm like, I don't know what else to talk to you about. Yeah, exactly. You know? I was speechless. <laughs> That's the song we listen to all weekend. Um, so welcome back to the Twerk Ethic Show. Are you are you stoked? Are we starting? Yeah. <gasps> sorry. I asked you if you were ready. I know. I'm sorry. Are you are we ready? Fire it up. <laughs> I'm JT. <laughs> uh the one and only. Yep. You know, there's all kinds of others out there. Right. James Taylor, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Uh, they are not. Jennifer Ter Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> She's so famous. <laughs> J Toe. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm. Uh, JTT. Yeah. Um, but I'm the one and only from the Twerk Ethics Show. Jimmy Tedetsky. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy yeah. the Tulip. Julia Trulifricker. <laughs> it's kind of hard. It's hard to make up a name. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyway, this guy over here, silly man, <laughs> Cooley. It's his real name. Yeah. What up, everybody? Well, it's your real last name. Yes, it is. And people tend to like that about mm-hmm. you. I've noticed. That I go by that quite often. Yeah. Most people would prefer to call you Cooley. Yep. And I've true. gotten to where I'm saying it more because I have to like reference you. Mm. I'll say I'll say Cooley when talking about you. Right. But not to not like not to my face. Not to your face. I would never do never that to, to you. my face. I would never disrespect you like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Which reminds me. Do you hmm. remember um 21st night of September? <laughs> 1492. I don't. FDR sailed the ocean black. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny from last week. Nice. Uh you remember Spanky? I do. Yeah. So I had a friend. Joshua. Still have a friend. Mm-hmm. His name is Josh, mm-hmm. but he was nicknamed Spanky. And I thought it was funny because everyone called him Spanky. Yeah. Everyone. Right. Until he fell in love and she was like, and I don't blame her. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. she was like, yeah, this is not happening. Right. Like, you got to go by your name. And I totally get that. Yeah, for sure. You know, like if someone called me some weird nickname, I would absolutely expect my wife to be like, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Not not happening. But I don't think she would care if other people she you know called me that. Well, yeah. I mean, because that's what people know him by. Yeah. I didn't know he was Josh for a long time. <laughs> just knew it was. I just knew it was Spanky. Spanky. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, when I was in high school, my friend Matt Matt Aflon. What up? What up? Starts with an O, by the way. Um, if you if he watches this, I'm he, sure he will. Yeah, the whole world does. Right. <laughs> um, we have uh, more followers than Powerball has money. Yeah, one point nine billion. <laughs> yeah, per episode. Um, yeah, he uh, he. We were in band together in high school. Known him for about a year, year and a half at the time. And he was like, what is your first name? I don't even know it. And I was like, it's Nathan. He goes, oh, yeah, I had no idea. He's like, I just call you Cooley the whole time. And he's like, I never knew your first name. Wow. (laughs) Or you've forgotten it, one of the two. And I was like, yeah, it's Nathan. It's interesting, too, because. It's pretty funny. A lot of people call me JT, and I've never asked for it. True. Like I've never referred to myself. Yeah. Like you've never referred to yourself as Cooley. No. Mm-mm. So I think it's interesting that our podcast names are JT and Cooley. Yeah. Because that's kind of what people organically chose mm-hmm. to call us. But yep. um I kind and I don't mind it. It's not something that I'm like, I wish you would call me by my name. Yeah. I mean, to me, I'm like, call me by A, whatever I'm gonna respond to yeah um like if you call me an idiot <laughs> and i i'm not responding to that right but yeah yeah true call me by something practical but also like yeah if if you like calling me jt makes you happy and like that's how you see me pff, do it yeah by all if means you see jt and you just see jt call him jt call me jt right spade is a spade. A spade is a spade. We're going to do this every episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> From here on out. <laughs> so I have so many things to talk to you about that I don't know what kind of structure we're going to like, go through. Yeah. Uh, which is, I think, the beautiful part of the show. Sure. So it's falling this apart. Is your first time, <laughs> it's your first time. This is episode 94, and it's all falling apart Yep. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, if it's your first time, <laughs> we are kind of like Seinfeld in the sense of we don't, you know really have that much of a structure but we right. do it's like a, it is kind of like a sitcom y- yeah and we tell good stories yeah but it's all over the place right for sure this is not a themed show but you do you want to hear why i think that's a good thing i do if you said no that'd be really mean right no i i need an answer Please i think it's a me. good thing because uh <laughs> this is exactly how you and i talk to each other it's true like if we go to the cigar lounge and light up a cigar, mm-hmm. this is exactly how we talk to each Which other. Which might happen today. Yeah. It's going to happen. For Mono. Me, for me. Romano! You coming? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but seriously. Like, like later. It's going to, it's how I talk to you. Yeah. It's how I talk to Romano. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I think when you listen to it, that's why I think it's really, that's why I think Seinfeld was so popular. Yeah. Because so, people really do run into these Stupid things. It's not... I like the way they said it on the episode you told me to to watch again. Mm-hmm. I like how they're like, yeah, getting up, eating breakfast, and going to work is boring. <laughs> right. But what if something happens to you on the way? Yeah. 
what if you have a flat tire? What if you're what if you left your phone at home or yeah, like that stuff is like funny and relatable, and that's yep. what the show is. That's a show. That there's your show. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> my George. Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of what it is. So I got several things I want to talk to you about. Number one, have you watched the Rick Rubin, Paul McCartney documentary? No. When did that come out? Twenty twenty one. It's five episodes. I have to watch this. Yeah, it's five episodes. It's mm-hmm. called McCartney three two one. Oh, okay. Or maybe it's six episodes. What's it on? Uh, Hulu, which, by the way, I think you still have an account on our thing. On Hulu? Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure I saw your name on there still. Hmm. Check it out. Hmm. I'll okay. T- I'll text you the details. Sweet. It's the only streaming service I don't have. I think you do. I think you do right have now. it. I really do. That I'm aware of. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney in the studio listening to the Beatles while Paul McCartney commentates. It is. Whoa. I watched it with Sarah Carter just as an experiment because I know like she's not a musician, but she loves yeah. the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, thank you to her parents for putting that inside of her. Way to go, Sandy and Gary. Rick. Oh, Gary. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just guess. <laughs> but you got Sandy on the first it's try. True. Yeah, I did. But thank them for oh, like, Sandy. like raising her to be a fan of the Beatles because actually she knew more Beatles songs than I did. My parents did not raise me on the Beatles. Really? Which they should have. Yeah. Actually, mine didn't as much. They raised me on rock and roll. My mom was a big Beatles fan. I'm not sure mm. my dad was. Oh, uh, okay. I know he liked him. I just don't know. I think he was more. Yeah, maybe that's why. I think he was more like later Beatles. Like. Yeah, Sergeant Pepper, the yeah. you know like mom Abbey Road. Yeah, my mom was a fan. I don't think Dad was. So, oh, you know what we should do? They raised me on Chicago. Maybe we should do excellent band. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do two things. Okay, we could do a Rushmore of our favorite Beatles song. Oh, or do a Rushmore of the Beatles albums. Mm. Let's do them both. Let's do them both. Why not? We're gonna not today. Sorry, people. No. Don't get you excited. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Anyway, watch this episode because they go through the board. I'm they have to hydrate. the Rick uh, Rubin has the stems. Yeah, I feel like I should, should say this too because Sarah Carter had no idea who Rick Rubin was. So for those listening, never heard of Rick that Rubin. Makes sense. makes sense. He produced Adele's Twenty One mm-hmm. album. Yep. Rage Against the Machine. Jay Z, yep. Kanye West, yep. um, Imagine Dragons, yep. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Did you say Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, the Beastie Boys. He might be the most popular producer. Chili Peppers. Yeah. So anyway, yep. he uh for sure. He's there with the stems and they're like, you know, soloing out the bass and just the oh, vocals okay. and it is and then you've got Paul McCartney telling stories like he was like, he's like, I was at a restaurant. And my friend said, pass the salt and pepper. He goes, did you just say Sergeant Pepper? He goes, no, I said salt and pepper. He goes, hmm, Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> wow. That's okay. how it was invented. Yeah. Is he right. misheard salt and pepper? <laughs> Actually, uh, that's how salt and pepper got their name. Because <laughs> she thought he was talking about Sergeant Pepper. And she was like, did you say salt and pepper? <laughs> and then that's how that group was formed. Boom. So there's this thing that went viral. Okay. Yeah. It's Paul McCartney 
and Rick Rubin. But instead of them with the Beatles, they overdub Smash Mouth <laughs> as if, dude, you got to. <laughs> All right, look, look at this. Here we go. For listening to a bit of music? Yeah. Well, you got. Here's a little number. It looks so real. Well, yeah, it does. Never shine if you don't glow. Drummer's killing it, though. Yeah. And then nobody would play it. It's just an unusual oh. musical yeah. choice. But then when you get back to the more regular jank junk, yeah. it sounds amazing. Yeah. Just from the contrast. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to the vocals and the guitar, mm. it's a very laid-back, <laughs> dreamy energy. And then the bass comes in. I love how oh my Rick Rubin is so like philosophical. Oh, yeah. And Paul McCartney makes chewing gum cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they're analyzing, <laughs> hey, now, you're an all-star. Oh. And the drums. And the drums. Yeah. But it's driving in an entirely different direction than the song might suggest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyone else would go, oh, that's feedback. Yeah. Let's get rid of it. And it well might be feedback. with what would ordinarily accompany <laughs> that kind of song, yeah. it would be a ballady. Oh, my gosh. Mm. But to hear it come in this other direction, unexpected, yeah. it feels like we've never heard music like this before by anybody. You know, it's the, that's the thing about it. It's like it takes a traditionally written song mm. and turns it into essentially avant-garde music, even using traditional instruments. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, yeah. these guys are going for it. Really, yeah. And you feel it. Yeah. It's amazing. Good group. <laughs> Good group. <laughs> Play something else. Very different energy. What you got now? I got this one. It'll be fun to hear. <laughs> Rick rolled. Oh my gosh. Is that not? That was amazing. Genius, dude. <laughs> it's absolutely. Oh, that was funky. Genius. But even more genius is the actual documentary. I could not. I couldn't recommend it. Yeah. Any higher? Like they go through all the, not all. They go through a lot of the Beatles songs, and mm -hmm. then Paul will like, he'll like get on the piano. And he'll walk you through his philosophy of like 
how he writes music and mm. how he started with his dad playing piano and like yeah it's weird we were talking about like it was very it's one of the more personal things i've ever seen paul mccartney mm-hmm. do and i don't mean like hear me out i don't mean like dark you know how there was a trend the past couple of years of like let's see the dark side of people it's not that right. that's yeah. not what i mean mm-hmm. i mean it actually feels like you're hanging out with paul mm-hmm. And somehow he happens to be your friend. Yeah. And he's actually showing you and telling you stories that you're like, you know, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Because you're actually a Beatle. Yeah. This is insane, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was telling my wife, she said, this is a fun fact that I should share, so I will share it. Okay. Uh, The album Please Please Me, Mm -hmm. which was their first album. Yep. They recorded that. In 13 hours. Wow. For context, not, I mean, you know this, but most people take one to three months. Some people will take an entire year Mm -hmm. to record an album. Yep. They recorded their first album in 13 hours from start to finish. And that's why at the end of Twist and Shout, you hear John's voice given out. And it's like super hoarse. But it's oh, really yeah. cool. It's because he was literally losing his voice. Yeah. Because he sang all day. Sheesh. Makes sense. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. But very, very cool. All that to say, um, I wanted to talk about uh your band, because you brought up you brought up the dude that was in your band, mm-hmm. right? That made me think of the documentary I saw last night. Oh, okay. But it also made me think of uh, a guy in your band, mm-hmm. Riley. Yep. Um, I didn't mean to follow you after the Beatles. Sorry about that. <laughs> but there's this guy that I used to listen to called Riley. Mm-hmm. His real name's not spelled Elias, but his band name is R-Y-L-Y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me and the wife listen to him all the time, like on the road trips and everything. I found him on my own. And then the dude ends up singing... And you're a band. Yeah. And he's like your friend now. And I I didn't connect the, those dots until later on. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, you have your own stuff? And, I, and then I recognized the R-Y-L-Y, and I was like, oh, man, this has got to be the same dude that Jeremy was talking about. So then I text you, and you're like, that's the dude. That's you know? the dude, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, so he's singing with me now. It's Yeah, that's so weird. We're planting the seed. Yep. For everyone. I think this guy is going to be huge because he is, he's a great, he's just a great songwriter. Yeah. And his songs are like a perfect mix of 80s, early 2000s, and today. Yeah. It's just kind of amazing. Yeah. And we're planting the seed. We're going to have this dude on the show. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's, he's 23. Really? Years old. Wow. So, I mean, Definitely went around the eighties. Barely was around the nineties. But he's singing Steve Curtis, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yeah, that's funny. We talked me. about him pretty much the entire weekend <laughs> last weekend because he said he and his friend Zach, who who used to play guitar with us sometimes when he filled in. What's his name? Zach Epps. Yeah, yeah. I and think he uh, follows us. Killer guitar player. He's young too. Um, and he, uh, but they're going to see him when he comes to town in March. <laughs> 
And he was like, cool, you got to go. And I was like, I might have to go for sure. Well, so Riley, I got a story if you're listening. Mm-hmm. I had lunch with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Boom. Our old band, we did the Winter Jam, and they were catering. Like when we went in, I think it was in Knoxville. We went into the arena, and our singer went and got a massage because, you know, they were like, hey, you want a massage? He was right. like, yeah. Heck yeah, dude. So they are like, yeah, but we have catering in the in this room. And I was like, well, okay, I guess I'll go in here. So I went in there to get catering. And it was very much like what you would see in a green room at church. Okay. Very similar, like people just chilling. Yeah, yeah, And they had like this long line of food. Spread. And I went and got my food, sat down, looked to the left of me. I was like, I'll, I'll be dang. <laughs> the Stephen Curtis Chapman. S square, SC squared himself. So I didn't Damn. know if he preferred Steve or Steven. You're right. So I went with the Steve move. Okay. And it seemed to work. All right. Because I went, oh, I said, hey, Steve. He probably gets both. Yeah. yeah I said, hey, sure. Steve. He goes, hey, how's it going? I said, I'm Jeremy. We're we're opening tonight. He goes, oh, congrats, man. This this is really that's a really cool thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this barbecue's killer, right? He's like, yeah. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> So I like played it cool, but yeah. I ran out of gas. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, it's like I I only had a I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. You for know, sure. if I had a little bit of lead up, I might have been Yeah. But I I started cool. Mm-hmm. And he was in. Right. But then I'm like, I don't know what else to talk to you about. Yeah, exactly. You know? I was speechless. <laughs> That's the song we listen to all weekend. Um So before we get into a song, you said that you guys were watching the Georgia Tennessee game. We were like at the gig. We yeah, we had a lot of downtime. Okay, because like it was a it was a late night. This is in Highlands or no? This is in Atlanta. Okay, at the History Center. Okay, um, we didn't start playing until like eight fifteen. So and we had we had been there since one thirty, I think. Got finished setting up, sound check. Took real quick, and the game had already started, but it was still in the first half. Okay, and uh, and Georgia started pulling away. Yeah, and uh, poor Riley had a Tennessee shirt on. Oh, really? Oh, Ooh. yeah. His his family's from Tennessee. Oh, okay, so he's you know he's in the volunteer roots. So I was like, oh, I get it, man. But yeah, we uh, watched that game and. He slowly just started crying. Started, yeah, weeping. And no, <laughs> he was flipping off his phone though. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's what we were watching it on. So it was. Uh, he was slowly getting de- more depressed, and but I mean, he snapped out of it. Obviously, he yeah. Just like he's like, eh. Well, surprisingly, Georgia's better. It really whatever. wasn't the Tennessee fans that were that Georgia was mad at. No, we were like honestly, we were mad at the national media, Mm -hmm. you know, because I talked to you about this. Mm -hmm. I was just very shocked how, like, all right, we're the reigning national champ. Yeah. I totally understood the argument that Tennessee is number one. Like, I totally, that didn't really bother me. Right. But then, like, dominoes. It was like, no, we're going to put Georgia at number three. I'm like, number three? Yeah. Again, I, I can at least understand number two until we face them. Yeah. 
But even that, we probably should have stayed number one because we're the reigning champions. But whatever. I, I would have been fine with that. But we yeah. moved to number three. Then I heard things, again, not from Tennessee fans, but national media. Mm-hmm. I heard things like, Georgia's offense is not good. There is yeah. no talent. This is the actual quote. There is no talent on the Georgia offense outside of Brock Bowers. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> then I heard, and I, these are quotes, by the way, because yeah. I remembered them. Georgia's defense is mediocre at best. Okay? Mm. Sanford Stadium is not intimidating and not loud mm. at all. Mm. So th- again, this was all what we heard all week long, and we were just like fuel for the fire, man. And they gave him a little too much fuel. They gave him a little bit too much full, full fuel. <laughs> there we go. Um, I think I freaked out. They were full on fuel. I almost said the b word. Oh, um, yeah. Anyhow, bombastic, bombastic. Hmm. That's right. Okay. So I'm pretty happy to say the least. Yeah. Um. By the time this comes out, though, we would have played the Mississippi State game. So, hope we won that too and didn't forget that. Oh game, yeah, for you know? sure. But I think this is why I don't talk trash. I just don't talk trash. Yeah. Because like, you know, let's see it play out. And well, you want the team to do that for you, right? I don't want to talk trash. As Kirby would say, "Let's uh, talk with our helmets." Mm-hmm. I like that. And they did. But they showed up. I want to show. A little bit of Riley, real quick. Okay. So this is Riley's song, Mess in My Head. And we're going to have him on Brand the show. Single. Guitar work is smart. Whoever's playing guitar, you're smart. Here. That's so sick. This is rock and freaking roll, dude. Here we go. Here we go. Steve Winwood. Yeah. Phil Collins. Guitar player is the real deal. Mm-hmm. Whoever you are, you're good. Whoever sure. recorded this is good. Yeah. Listen, I. We should ask him. We should. We should see if he swipes right. I think this is a good idea for us to call Riley and formally ask him to be on the show. Why not? So, cue the theme song. Will he? Will you swipe right? Will you swipe right on your iPhone or flip phone, whatever you have? Motorola Razor. Nokia Brick. (laughs) All right, dude. Give him, let's give him a ring. See it. Nice. Roy Dan Mercer. (laughs) Brother Cooley. Riley. You're on the Twerk Ethics Show, Riley. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is Cooley along with JT. What's up, man? 
Oh, not much. Just eating some chips and salsa right now. Nice. What kind of chips? That sounds good. Um, what are they called? The uh, two dollar forty nine Santitas. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So we were doing uh, a promo for your song because it's amazing, and I was like, "Oh, We're like, <laughs> we should a formally ask you to be on the show, mm-hmm. which Cooley said you would. You would, but will you? Be on the show? Of course. Heck yes. yeah, dude. Sweet. And then we wanted to find out, like, who the heck is the guitar player? This dude is killing it. Um, We have, like, three guitar players, really, okay. on the records. But uh-huh. on Mess In My Head, it, it was our producer, Nick Cooper, who lives in L.A. Okay. Yeah. Nice. He's, uh, he's smart. Yeah, he does some really really cool he stuff. Is, he's a smart guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then like whoever like is he also recording it or is that a different guy? Yeah, he's yeah he's our producer. Yeah, um, so okay. to that track he did all of it. Yeah, it's so well done. Nice. And I just found out that you're 23 years old, which surprised me to like like you sound like you've been listening to music for 50 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You sound Thank like you. you sound like my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of your child's age. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Awesome. Old soul man, which my wife is younger too. She's uh-oh. I forgot what she just turned. <laughs> I think she's 28. Oh. And yeah. I'm 36. So you know, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, it's working out for me. It really is. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's great. Well, awesome. So we do this. We do this bit called uh, "Will You Swipe Right," and it's where we just randomly call someone and like yep. see if they'll pick up. And you freaking picked up, and man. you swiped right. You win. Oh, dude! When I see Cooley's name on my phone, I'll drop everything. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. Guys, stop it! Really, really, you're embarrassing me. Stop it right now. <laughs> I got giddy and all warm inside. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly how you feel. Yup. <laughs> it's only going to escalate from here. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> awesome. Well, he's in. He's officially in. I love it. So we'll we'll follow up and schedule it, man. We're we're freaking excited. And I think he might have told you this, but like I found you on my own. And my wife and I have been listening to you for a long time. And then Cooley was like, hey, pretty sure he sings in my band. I'm like, you 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 got to be kidding me. It's like, no, it's the same guy. So it's just kind of it's a wild story. Yeah, pretty cool. That's kind of wild that uh, Cooley says I sing in his band. <laughs> it's true. I am the godfather. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's pretty mind-blowing to me that you just found us. Yeah, because yeah. I listen like I don't I don't know what you listen to or like what what is like similar style, but like I listen to like the band Camino and Nightly and yeah. Knox and I so I was you know similar circles, and then I found you on like a playlist or something. I'm like, dude, this guy's freaking killing it, and it's so random. It's gonna be on well, the work ethic show. I appreciate that. Praise God. Praise God. Wouldn't that be just That's like right. the Lord? That's just like the Lord. He'll do it. <laughs> He'll do it. You better watch him. <laughs> Count your many blessings. Name them one by one. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, dude. Well, 
uh, we got to get back to the show. Yeah. Thank you for swiping right. Of course. Appreciate it, Riley. One. You too, man. Yeah, see dude. you all soon. All right, dude. I'll see you. All right. All right, bye. Bye. Well, that was awesome. Riley's going to be on the show. Thanks for picking up, Riley. Thank you for picking up. And now it's time for... Major, I love when you do that. <laughs> also, I'm drinking a nice glass of Italian red wine. Mm. Bottle of red. <laughs> oh, bottle of wine. Good one. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I might make this a tradition because I, I really mellowed out with this wine. I'm drinking water, white out water, of your <laughs> Samsung refrigerator. There you go, purified. Um, this day in history. To remind people of the lyrics. Sometimes that was disgusting. Sometimes people die. Sometimes people don't. Yeah. Um, Sometimes. First up, today is November 15th. Mm. So, uh, in 18... Closer to Turkey Day. 1867. So, this is two years after the Civil War ended. Okay. The first uh, stock market ticker debuts oh and it's it's actually more interesting than you think because the invention of the ticker like revolutionized the stock exchange because it could be like uh real time Mm -hmm. and you're asking because i was asking what does that even mean right you know here's what it means i thought this was very cool yeah explain this to me like i'm a (laughs) five-year-old the ticker was the brainchild of Edward Callahan, who configured a telegraph machine to print stock quotes on streams of paper tape. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and the ticker, which called on quickly, got its name for the sound the wheel made. Oh. I guess really? the, the tape wheel. Yeah. Hmm. And Okay. But it like revolutionized because you could just do the, the, the tickers and do it in real time. Yeah, pretty cool. Jerry put the, uh, the card in the bicycle wheel. Mm. Oh yeah, like sound like a motorcycle. Pretty awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. I did oh yeah. <laughs> then I figured out you could double it up, and you get a darker muffler. You get a chopper. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. That was eighteen sixty-seven. Oh, cool. Wow. 1969, mm. 102 years later, mm-hmm. Dave Thomas oh. opens up the first Wendy's in Columbus, Ohio. We are officially Love you, Dave. not sponsored by Wendy's. No, not yet. But, um, dude, this is a Wendy's restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> the office. Well, put it to the side for me. Yeah. What does he say? Michael calls Wendy's. Yeah. Oh, no. I know what it was. Kevin. <laughs> That's right. Kevin said he Michael. Up. Okay. Michael wanted to be, he wanted people to give him numbers. Of, to a girl. Of girls. Girl, yeah. Like, so he could be set up on a date. Yeah. <clears throat> and Kevin gave him the number for Wendy, but mm. it was Wendy's restaurant. Right. So he calls Wendy's <laughs> and they're like, hello, this is Wendy's. He's like, what did he say? Do you remember? Uh, he's but, like, hey, is Wendy there? 
Dude, this is a Wendy's restaurant. Yeah. Oh. It says Wendy's fiery redhead. <laughs> That's what Kevin wrote. <laughs> so funny. It was awesome. Oh. Yeah. 1969. 69. And then lastly. This is summer of 69. Lastly, uh, 2001, mm. November 15th. Yeah. Microsoft releases the Xbox. Oh, wow. And really? I remember this clearly. Like, yeah. I actually can remember this because I was a almost a sophomore in high school. Mm. And so I remember this. Um, I remember this happening. Yeah. It was a big deal because I was I was a big PlayStation guy. I remember reading about it before it came out. Really? Because I worked at Circuit City. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. This thing is going to be huge. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. I mean, I still think, is. I think Halo. Oh, my gosh. Was it saving grace? Yeah. Because. Uh, I don't know the. Dude. I can't remember the melody. I I had, I, I had friends awesome. and then lost friends to Halo. Because mm-hmm. they were just. You killed them. Obsessed. And. <laughs> yeah. I tried playing Halo one time and it was like a lot harder than I thought. I can't do and it. And it just wasn't that interesting to me. I'm the dude in the corner. Yeah, shooting up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me. I'm that guy. If I had a PS5 today, I would play it all the time. Mm. See? That's why I don't have one. I told you this story. <laughs> I bought a PS3 Yep. a while back, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to play Red Dead Redemption. And so I bought Red Amazing. Dead. Amazing. Yeah, I bought it. But then I was like, I don't really like video games. Mm. And so I put it on Facebook, and... This girl said, hey, I want to buy it. Yeah. And my roommate, Spanky. Yeah. Joshua Walton. Oh, wow. Yeah. My roommate, jo- my roommate Josh, he was like, hey, can I go with you? I was like, yeah, I don't really want to. I don't really know this girl. Mm-hmm. Let's, why don't you go with me? So we go there. That's how they meet. Me selling the PlayStation 3 to her for her brother. Wow. And they ended up getting married. So sell your PlayStation. Because your friends will get married. Dang. I gave my PlayStation to my nephew, and I don't want to marry his mom. I'll sell my computer right now. my sister-in-law. And you just f- go with me to whatever girl I sell this to. Okay. And you're going to get married. Just whatever girl. It's just the way life works. Deal. So, in honor of us calling Riley on mm. the spot, which, by the way, dude, nice job. That was really... We, Thank you. Because we needed to bring that segment back. Absolutely. We did that a long time ago. We tried it one time. We've only done it once. Yeah. We tried it one time. And that was prohibish. And Jared answered. Yep. Riley answered. Mm. We're two for two. Two for two. And those those two are good dudes. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So in honor of that, let's let Riley take us out. Take us out, Riley.
Well done, sir.